Welcome to Bitcoin Basics with your hosts, Faris and Gordon. Visit bitcoinbasics.help if you need help buying and securing your Bitcoin. And welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. I'm your host, Ferris, flying solo today. We are doing a Bitcoin and markets episode, and we are going to look at the week that was, the week that ended on the 26th of September. So first, we're going to look at Bitcoin itself. Um, we had China once again announce it was banning Bitcoin. This is a yearly pattern in China. Uh, in the past, uh, they did this and essentially we believe they bought the dip because a lot of the Bitcoin mining was done out of Bitmain, a Chinese conglomerate. Um, Bitcoin banning, sorry, China banning Bitcoin um, or attempting to do so or not even attempting to do so, but saying they're going to do so has actually been very positive for Bitcoin because it's decentralized mining. Um, so let's look at the chart. So we'll look at a chart of Bitcoin right now. So we're looking at a weekly chart at the moment. And if in our last episode, you, we said that we wouldn't want to be getting in um, at this stage when we were reaching 50,000, simply because we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks of higher highs and higher lows. So it was a bit of a run. So we were due for a pullback. We have pulled back from a high of 52,000 to a low hit last week of 39,500. That is really, really healthy. That is a 50% correction. So in any markets, you do want to see things pull back. 50% is a nice tidy correction. I am very constructive right now about the price of Bitcoin. So um, what you want to see here is this coming week. So the week that will end on, um, what are we looking at? Sorry, forgive me here, guys. I'll open up my calendar. So the week that will end this coming Sunday, which will be the 3rd of October, we want to close above this candle here, which was a high of 47,330. So if we can get a close at 48,000 or higher, that'll be very constructive for me. Uh, so that's uh, just under 10% from where we are right now, which is completely feasible in the world of Bitcoin. So if that happens, we will have a new higher swing low, which is where this yellow line is here, which was a weak low, as I mentioned, 39,573. Uh, I don't often do this on this one, guys, but I do want to narrow down to a smaller time zone. So now we're looking at the daily chart. And when we, so we had the China FUD right here. So we had this nice little consolidation taking place, you can see right in the middle of this Bollinger Band at around 48,000. The China news came out, we dropped. Um, actually, you know what, is that it? Yes, that is it. China news came out, we dropped, and then we've since bounced back. So in the past, it's taken on, av on average around two months to regain the losses from the China news. So they've done this every year. It's taken two months on average to regain that. Well, we're pretty, we're really back in a matter of a few days. So here it is, um, right there, 45,000, sorry, the news came in, that the China FUD, and it was a four-hour drop. We lost 5%, and oh, a bit more than 5%, and we're almost all the way back up there. So uh, not two months, just a matter of, yeah, it doesn't even appear, three days. So very, very healthy sign for me that if that 
could not drive us to new lows, if we could not break this low at 39,500, that is a very, very bullish sign for me. So if you're waiting to get back into Bitcoin, if you're an aggressive trader looking at a day chart today, look, if this, if yesterday's close, Sunday's closed at above this inner Bollinger band here, band number three, I would have been bullish. We are above it today. Um, so if you were aggressive, you could take a trade today. If you were more conservative, wait one week. And you're talking a different uh, difference of a couple thousand dollars in Bitcoin. So just wait for that you know, move just to confirm it. And you would have a really nice level of support at 39,000. So again, I'm always going to say this. What do we advocate here? Dollar cost averaging, just buy and hold. And you do not have to worry about that stuff. When we get to much bigger runs, so markets run on time and on price targets. Um, the topping out that we saw up here at 68,000, I think yeah, was a bit unexpected. I thought we we're going to keep going higher. Um, so from here, I do see a run up to 100, 120K. Um, that's when we'd say we'd look at how heated are we going and we'd look for a correction around then. We could even go higher to 200K. I've seen modeling for that, which looks reasonable. Uh, so right now, if you, yeah, it's a good time to get back in. If you were a trader, stop loss at 39,000. If you were brave or stupid, however you want to define it, use a soft stop. So you don't trade off TradingView necessarily. You'd have TradingView as an alert for 39,000. If it, Bitcoin hits that, then you would log in and you would sell your position. The reason you do that is because you get these huge dips in Bitcoin where basically um, stop losses are being chased. And if that happens, essentially you're giving yourself the opportunity to log in if your price targets hit. And usually by the time you log in, it could be the position is re reversed. Then you would set your stop loss below that dip, a hard stop. So again, just based on my experience, not trading advice, and dollar cost average. So that was Bitcoin. What else do we have to look at for Bitcoin? So support at 39,500, resistance. So what do we need to clear to reach all-time highs? So we need to get above 52.5 here, and then we need to get above the all-time high of 65. I don't expect too much resistance at 52.5 because it's only a few weeks ago that happened. Um, We'll get a little bit of a pullback maybe, but I don't expect it to be that big. And normally I would say at the 65,000 all-time highs, I'd expect significant resistance. But because we've had this mini consolidation in here, we've gathered up some steam. We could just blow right past it. So yeah, it, I wouldn't be adding positions above 50K. Wouldn't be doing that. Uh, wait for a pullback and then you might want to look at adding in then. So that's where we are with Bitcoin. Now, the Bitcoin dominance, and this is, this is actually quite interesting. So Bitcoin dominance. So we're really low. I mean, we're below 42%. Uh, last month, we identified, so looking at a weekly chart here, this um, triangle, and we said that if we broke above 48%, we'd go higher, and it was looking really healthy. We tipped above it, and then we just broke down. So... We are back down to, I mean, we hit near, so these two lines here, 39% was a line of support. We haven't broken through there. 35% is all-time lows. So 
yeah, the, even though the price is looking good, the Bitcoin dominance index is really low and just not really doing much. So that tells you that the altcoin should be doing better than Bitcoin. Now, I had a look at the top altcoins. Um, I am bullish on Ethereum versus Bitcoin. So if you look, and when I say that, this is just what the chart is telling me. So again, we're using the double Bollinger Band entry point here. Um, so we've it's been topping out a little bit here at 0 0.08 uh, Ethereum 2 BTC. This is a really nice looking candle here. Last week's candle, this pin bar candle here, which means we dip quite low and close quite high. That is an aggressive buying candle. And we actually just bounced off the Bollinger Band EMA here, which is really handy. Um, so yeah, I'm bullish Ethereum versus Bitcoin. So that's one of the um, altcoins versus BTC. ADA, which is Cardano, is looking bullish as well. So again, I don't trade these. Um, I would trade Ethereum versus Bitcoin because it's just got a lot more liquidity. Um, I personally don't trade Cardano versus BTC. Uh, it just hasn't been on my radar, but it just popped up because it's now in the top five of altcoins. So yeah, it's it's looking, it's in an uptrend. There's no denying it's in an uptrend, but these strong wicks and dips are just a bit of a concern for me. So not something I would trade, but you just, yeah, you wouldn't trade it on margin, that's for sure. But if you want to speculate, buy Cardano versus BTC, up to you. Again, not financial advice, just here for your entertainment. I am bearish on BNB, which is Binance. So Binance versus USTD is not looking as healthy as BTC USTD. So Binance coin, which I honestly thought, we mentioned this a while ago, back in July, this candle right here, we said was a good buy at 300. If we held 300, we'd say that was a good buy. We went to 500, but we've had a huge correction almost all the way back down to, well, back down to 320. So I am surprised by this one. So that's Binance USTD is not looking that great. Binance versus Bitcoin itself, there is a pattern emerging here. So this is a flag pattern. Um, so you break to the upside, you're heading up, but most likely, or if you break to the downside, you're going down. So flag pattern should be continuation, you break to the upside, um, which means that if Ethereum, Cardano, and Binance move up against Bitcoin, that Bitcoin dominance index is going to get lower and lower. Um, however, the BTC versus USD is actually looking pretty good. So interesting, pretty interesting, actually. Uh, Ripple versus Bitcoin, I'm neutral. That just, I don't trade Ripple, Ripple I don't buy it. Um, it's, yeah, I have zero interest in it. But I just looked at, again, it's in the top 10 and... It's not doing anything on the charts. It hasn't done anything since 2019. So, a bit boring, that one. All right, that's the crypto markets. Um, oh, yeah, so it was Ethereum BTC. Again, it did fall victim to China FUD because they said it, they weren't just going after Bitcoin. They're going out all, after all crypto. So, if we look at Ethereum... Uh, we could basically see that, yeah, it had a dip as well, and it just recovered. So um, that's the theorem right there, sorry. Same thing, dip and recovered. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, I don't see a use, not a use case. I don't see 
Ethereum as a safe haven asset that Bitcoin is. So for me, it's a tradable opportunity. It's not a long-term investment opportunity. I very much could be wrong. I have been wrong about Ethereum since it was at $400 and it's at 3000 3, So, hey. Um, so yeah, bullish trend Ethereum versus BTC support at 0.065. So strong support here. Um, so that's a healthy looking trade as well for Ethereum versus BTC. All right. Moving on to other markets. So the DXY, so is the dollar versus a basket of commodities. Most of, I mean, 80% of this is Euro, pound, and Japanese yen. And we're just stuck in this W here, which we identified a while ago. So not much going on here, honestly, guys. Just very, very odd. Um, we have seen this with the dollar. It's just in this huge rectangular pattern since 2015. Um, I remember when I first started trading currencies, it was so simple. It was 2014, and you just basically bought the dollar whenever you could. And it absolutely skyrocketed, went from 80 to 100 against the euro um, in the DXY. It was just a huge move. Um, now we just have this huge sideways pattern where it doesn't look like it's going to break up or down in any direction. So the reason we look at the dollar is because 70% of global wealth is tied in the dollar and all commodities are dollar based. So we look at oil, for example, so this is a UK oil. We identified a huge inverse head shoulders pattern. So head down uh, here, shoulder, left shoulder, there and right shoulder there at 75 on UK oil says so British crude and if we break above all-time highs I see this going much much higher uh, US oil as well so here's the drawn out head and shoulders on US oil inverse head and shoulders pattern we break above 77 on US oil I see this going significantly higher um, yep this is a really, really nice looking chart. This is a, to me, this would be a long term secular bull trend in oil if we break above 77 and hold. Uh, one trend that we identified in our last one, which paid off really well if you got into it, was uranium. So we said you wanted to buy here. This was at uh, a break of $20. We said, if, you know, it was looking really, really good at $20 right there. That was our buy. You can go back and check if you don't believe us. I'm typing it in again. And it went up 50%. So that was our signal there. So $20 and we went all the way up to well, almost, almost 50%, almost at 30. We've had a pullback since. So what we want to see now is we want to see it bounce up again. So ideally halfway around the $22, $21 mark. We would like to see it bounce off of there. If we bounce off of around here, 21, 22, then I'd look to buy into it again. So that's your confirmation. So if you did get into that trade, you're welcome. Um, if you didn't, you might get another swing at it. We'll have a look next. We'll see what this week holds. Gold and silver, I think, are next. Yep. So gold and silver are just boring right now. With gold, I'm looking, and this is a stretch, guys. This is not a pattern I'm looking at. Here's a daily chart. I had to go to a daily chart just to find something because they just look messy. Um, yeah, we're getting huge. We're getting, we had a huge, huge bounce in gold. It looked like the low was in at low of 1680, but we're almost back down there. 
So we break 1670 on gold. We're going much lower. And silver is the same. Silver is just, and this is a, a weekly bar on silver. If we go lower this week on silver, I think we're heading a lot, lot lower, maybe even 50% than from where we are. Uh, not that much, sorry. Maybe another 20%, 25% in silver if we go, if we break lower this week. Because we're in a sideways consolidation between 22 and 28. So ideally, if silver, yeah, if silver does close below 21, I see it going potentially all the way back down to even 17. Which is, yeah, I was expecting gold and silver to do a hell of a lot better than they are now. And this is very surprising. All right, so that's what we looked at this week. So just to wrap things up, Bitcoin is looking strong. Um, it would have been great if last week closed at 44,000 or higher. It just came shy. However, today's just started and we're already bouncing. Uh, if this week closes above, at or above 48,000, that's a really good sign. And we are looking to, I think, revisit all-time highs by January, February, I'd say, um, if not break to all-time highs. Um, it was very positive that we've almost recaptured the China FUD. We're not far off. Um, sorry, if you're new to the Bitcoin space, FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Ethereum versus Bitcoin is also looking quite strong. Looks like a good trade there too. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. And please remember to go to bitcoinbasics.help. And you can actually submit your questions there and we will answer them on the air. Thanks again, everyone. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit bitcoinbasics.help. Disclaimer, any content provided by CoinCompass is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax, or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. CoinCompass will at times recommend certain products, services, and technologies, but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out-of-date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties. Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.